Greetings. It's the Rantcast, Metaphysician 7. Tuesday, Tuesday. <clears throat> or, as I always say, whenever you hear this, maybe the Wednesday, maybe the Thursday. We're working with the backlog of episodes. Uh, continuing on with that theme of social services. And I guess the real theme is I guess one theme here could be is there a disconnect in all the various social services like like when we look at what happens when somebody ends up in a skid row scenario what are kind of the main what are the overarching um, themes when one is skid row alright Fiendagery, you know, aka addictions, uh, lack of employment, at least conventional employment, um, lack of housing, maybe the you know mental health services. Uh, for women, there's a domestic violence element there too. If you're an immigrant, there's a recent immigrant thing too. If you are a, uh, I mean, let me let me let me rephrase that. If you're an immigrant, there is a uh, specific set of needs you have, whether you're a refugee or an immigrant. Uh, Maybe there's lack of... This this is my thing with the food thing. I think, again, this is is some of the pronounced differences between the U.S. and, and Canada. If you... This is actually my opinion. This is an opinion, and y'all might hate me for this, but... In this city, in this country, but specifically this city, if you really go, if you starve in this city, it speaks to one of two things. Either you're trying to starve or you don't know about the, the various services or the food banks or the free lunches, which in and of itself is a problem because it means that there's a lack of, of info surrounding this. But in any case, lack of food. Like, it, like, like there's food banks all over the place. And I'm sure there's people who have come up with ways to game the food bank system. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I never, I mean, just looking at some of the, some of the characters that would roll through, I'm like, there's a game being played here. And I won't get into that more. But food, uh, what else? Maybe you lack, maybe, okay, maybe you're, if you're a younger person, uh, maybe you slip through the cracks of conventional you know the tr- conventional public schooling what are some of the alternative schools you can go to and so on not something else too uh, let me think e- counseling yeah that's another one that's why I guess that that kind of falls into the mental health uh, subcategory anyway the point I'm making is there's a bunch of different factors of what happens when somebody becomes skid row and Often you piece together the puzzle of how you can get back on your feet. There's no guide of sorts. You know what I mean? There's no PDF. I mean, ironically, many of the people who are skid row got smartphones, but that's another topic. I mean, smartphones are actually forced upon us at this point. But in any case, you know, there's no PDF is the point. There's no, like, guide of sorts. 
So then what do you do? You kind of get you, you get a, a piece of advice here, a tidbit of advice there, a little bit here, a little bit there. Maybe you do your Googles, you find out some info here and there. So let's zero in on when you got, as I like to say, NFA, aka quote unquote, no fixed address. So you got no fixed address. what you're going to be eventually guided to or directed to if okay so then there's the shelters too obviously so what shelters are in town it's another kind of a resource and this city is a bit smaller so there's 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 a there's a few obvious ones but um one place you're going to get directed to is a place called housing help housinghelp.ca they're down on cooper and I have a, for some reason now, as the weeks have going on, I'm becoming like, I don't know whether it's self-conscious of talking shit about things or, or whatever, <laughs> but like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not as likely to just kind of say things as they, as I want to say them for some reason. I don't know. And it's not like I, I envisioned this rant cast as something that's going to be legitimizing for me. <laughs> this was, this all started as a way just to get out of my head. Well, this current, this current incarnation of broadcasting in my life is something just to get out of my head. It wasn't. It was never about like. It wasn't about playing music, even though earlier episodes were. Um, but for some reason now it's like, even in the now that it's about getting out of my head and you know, talking about experiences, it's like I'm trying to hold back. Let me just say it how it is. This particular place, HousingHelp.ca, um, they tell you. Yeah, go here, and they got listings. They got listings in a binder. You go through the listings, and you'll eventually find something. My main gripe with this place, as someone coming in off the street, was the binder often had outdated listings. Now, I've since, now that, you know, as the years have gone on, I'm kind of realizing, okay, maybe if I had an actual caseworker, it'd be a bit different. Just messing with the sound here. The game, the game, the game. Yeah, maybe if I had from the jump had a, a what they call a caseworker, the caseworker would have been a bit uh, more on the ball or a bit more helpful. So I can accept that maybe there's that part of it too. But but let's just zero in. It should be the, the whole the whole experience should be beneficial regardless whether you have a caseworker or not. Having a binder full of listings that don't go anywhere isn't exactly like you know what I mean. Like people, people are wasting their time coming in here. So let me just let me just first of all, what's housing help? Housinghelp.ca about us. Housing help is a nonprofit charitable agency providing assistance to people in the city of Ottawa who are homeless or at the risk of homelessness to access and maintain appropriate and affordable housing. Staff work with individuals and families to prevent evictions, resolve landlord and tenant disputes, educate tenants about their rights and responsibilities, and help them find affordable rental housing. Mission Statement Housing Help believes that every person has the right to secure, adequate, and affordable housing. Housing Help's mission is to advocate those rights and to support disadvantaged people in meeting their housing needs. Our services are free! And offered in both French and English. Address 309 Cooper, Suite 502, 
I got a bit of time today. I'm gonna go up in there and take some. I'm gonna go. Sh- I'm gonna show you all the binder. I'm gonna show you all the binder. <laughs> the binder that I'm talking about, and show you the listings. I'm not gonna. I mean, I obviously it's a place. It's 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 an actual. It's a service, right? I can't sit there and call through all of them. Huh. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. Okay. I'm on my way there this morning. I'm gonna stroll through. <laughs> I'm gonna get as many numbers as possible in the amount of time because they don't really. See, this is the thing. When you're coming off the street, they may say, "Hey, sir, what's going on?" Meaning, and in other words, what they really say is, "How can I help you, sir?" But really, what's gonna happen is I'm just gonna be directed to the. And this is maybe they've maybe they again maybe they've ratcheted up the services in the past four years, five years. But um, you won't get. You're not gonna be. You're not gonna have like the few episodes in the past. I was talking about the dude at the grocery store who rolls up on you with the self serve <laughs> checkout. Who's like overly trying to interact with you while you do your thing? This doesn't happen here. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is the place where that kind of a thing should happen, but it doesn't happen. So I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna get as many numbers as possible, and I'm going to go. Th- we're gonna see how many of these, how many of these listings are still, um, yeah, are still current. Because what I found was that I went through maybe 12 numbers, 13, 14, 15 numbers, and they're all like, yeah, we rented already. I'm like, okay. Now, I never told the, the, the front desk, but I shouldn't have to because they work there. Um, and so on. And maybe, and I was, and let's backtrack in the episode here. I was saying about, ooh, I was talking about um, holding my tongue and becoming more self-conscious of what I'm saying. You know, it doesn't really, it doesn't matter. I have a beef with these people. For, well, not really a beef. I have a gripe with how their services work. This is often the theme that the, the, the downtrodden, that the more Skid Row people have with all the services. There's a lack of connection between services. You don't really know about certain services when you need to um, test. And often, sorry, and often people slip through the cracks um, as far as you know, being 100% getting the access that they need. The access to the services that they need. And so people have gripes, including myself. So I'm going to talk about them. They're talking, man. You know what I mean? Anyway, so here's our services, housinghelp.on.ca. Our services. Housing Help provides general housing assistance to individuals and families in Ottawa. From questions about tenancy to potential to the potential loss of housing, staff work with clients to solve a wide range of housing issues. Housing loss prevention, maintenance, health and safety issues in the home, risk of eviction, rent arrears, hydro or gas arrears, landlord slash tenant disputes, housing search, searching for affordable housing in the private market, applications for subsidized housing, information, Information about your rights and responsibilities as a tenant or co-op member. Referrals. Access to community resources and supports. Okay, we'll see. We'll see how that kind of goes when I go up in there. Here we go. Oh, yeah, and there's the social housing registry. 
you know this is interesting in this whole i don't even know whether you call it a project within the rant cast but this whole little like discussion about um the various services and the resources it's it keeps triggering like memories of where i would where i would go um like i just remembered the social housing registry like i forgot about that whole process even the housing help thing i'm recording this today whenever you guys hear this it might have been two days ago so as i'm recording this yesterday is when i remembered this whole housing help thing and the the experience um you know what i mean like i just i don't know whether you compartmentalize or you try and block things out or whatever but maybe that's what it is (laughs) in order to deal with you know you want to form new memories you don't want to be dwelling on things so even in my kind of talking about the experience in a way to kind of talk about the past quote-unquote and to share the experience and i think it's it's a unique perspective being somebody who supposedly you know you know that societal narrative of oh you did okay in your life and you went to this 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 university thing this idea this idea that going to university gives you an inherent advantage over everybody else in the world which it does and maybe it did more so in a time where less people had the degree but again, one or two things happen to you in your late 20s, whether they're self-imposed or what will be the exact term, self-imposed. What I'm trying to get is problems you brought upon yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Problems you brought upon yourself, which is how I'm choosing to, 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 um, to frame it like 95%. There's a 5% of some of it societal, I guess can't take everything on yourself but 95% of it is yourself 5% of it is the system or whatever and then you find yourself out there being like damn how am I supposed to navigate all this in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a shitty state of mind in a state of mind that's 0 out of 10 let's see apply for social housing so housingregistry.ca it takes me to this link what is the registry the social housing registry of Ottawa's office has reopened at 2197 Riverside Drive. That is literally down the street from me. It's close to Billingsbridge Plaza. It's close to the Community Health Center. All of these things. That it, and then if you follow me on IG, I take a lot of pictures around this area. It's all in the same area. Which is ironic that when I lost my housing in this part of town that I was totally unaware of. And so, yeah, I guess some of this too is, you know... Maybe, maybe some of it is you don't know what to Google. I don't know. It's hard to kind of, like I said, I'm only remembering the house, like some of these experiences right now. So it's kind of hard to understand why I didn't, or why anybody wouldn't immediately kind of search for these resources. Anyway, the Social Housing Registry of Ottawa's office is reopened at 2197 Riverside Drive, Suite 511. The Social Housing Registry of Ottawa the registry is a nonprofit organization that maintains the central waiting list for people applying for rent geared to income RGI housing. The registry keeps the list according to rules set out by the province of Ontario in the Housing Services Act 2011. And this, uh, this is so social housing registry. This is basically, this is just a fancy term for public housing. And what they have is a list I wonder if I can get a hold of that list. Hmm. Okay, well, I'm saying this in this episode, so I'll 
be re-listening to this. I'm going to try and get a copy of the list. Um, basically, yes. <laughs> I'm going off in my head thinking about the about uh, documenting some of this shit. Anyway, the whole the registry is basically a place where it takes four to five years to get three to five years to get on a um, into public housing. This is basically that's the moral of that story. Who can apply? If you're looking for subsidized housing, the registry is a good place to start. Our providers have homes for single people, families, and seniors. What's available? When you apply for housing through the registry, you are applying for subsidized housing. This means that you will pay about 30% of your gross monthly income on rent. And if your income changes, your rent will also change. Subsidized units are for households with lower incomes. Subsidized housing can be apartments, townhouses, rooming houses, boy. <laughs> and units for households with special needs such as wheelchair access. I always, the rooming houses thing will always be this thing in my head. Anyway, um, it's almost worth, and let me say this now, it's almost worth doing another video, kind of video documentation of the rooming house process. The thing is, I don't know if they remember me now, so I don't know if I can just pretend to go in there and want a house or whatever <laughs> to show y'all because I showed y'all the inside of the house of the room, one of the rooming houses. It'd be actually interesting to show you the actual um, the process of how do you get into these rooms. I need to find somebody to, that I can pay to do this for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Send somebody in there with with the with a phone to video to to record it all. Anyway. Um, so yeah, housing help. I'll link this. I keep saying I'll, I'll link, but I think I forget to link things. Let me go back and link some of these, some of these things in here. Um, yeah. All right. What are we at here? I may hop back in. This may be the end of the episode. <laughs> Peace folks. To say that, um, I've profiled this Somerset West community health center on Echo street which is in like the rooming house hot hot kind of like hot zone so to speak i actually just saw that well first of all there's an so their <laughs> their annual general meeting is happening june 20th let's go back in the let's go back let's go to the page here this is on the home page annual general general meeting please join us wednesday june 20th 2018 registration 5 p.m. The meeting is 5:30 p.m. Hintonburg Community Center, 1064 Wellington Street West. So that is the annual general meeting. I just discovered that they have a YouTube video. It's like a little promotional YouTube video here. Um, you you guys can watch it swchc.on.ca and. I've learned that the, that you know, if the listen the listeners from that aren't from this city, maybe you want to, you know, I often say that this means nothing to you, but maybe it does. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe, maybe me talking about this stuff here can help you guys out there. At the very least, not just necessarily seek out these kind of these kind of these kind of uh, resources, but maybe like help help you implement them these kind of resources in your own city. So um. So check it out, swchc.on.ca. This is a this is a health center that kind of helped me out when I was living in this rooming house hotspot. But now I'm going. I'm 
So the mobile site is a bit different than the, the actual like desktop site. And so now I'm seeing something here called Newsfeed. December 4th, they published um, an article here. Rooming houses in West Central Ottawa received failing grade again in 2017. New report card applauds city's commitment to review licensing bylaw for rooming houses, but finds rooming houses often fail to meet minimum standards for safety, affordability, and maintenance. Why would you applaud the commitment to review? <laughs> like, what, how would you applaud the actual change? Anyway, uh, new data shows that 73% of Ottawa rooming house residents have between one and three concurrent mental health disorders. Additionally, 55% are between the ages of 15 and 60. Interesting. This data comes in today's release of the 2017 report card on rooming houses for two community health centers, Somerset West and Centertown. I got I to gotta make note of all this because today is a day I have more time, so I'm going to be just going through all these places. Uh, the report card, Improving Health and Housing in Ottawa, an update on rooming houses in West Central Ottawa is a follow-up to the 2016 report that found in rooming houses in West Central Ottawa often failed to meet minimum standards for safety, affordability, and maintenance. Tenants reported experiencing rodent infestations, mold, exposed pipes, and electrical, and no heating for long periods in the winter. See, <laughs> I literally slept in a hoodie, and I slept basically in, 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 as if I was outside in my own, in my own room. And those of you who saw that video, you saw the room that I was in. Um, anyway, you didn't see the inside of the room. Anyway, um, tenants reported experiencing, yeah, 82% of residents of tenants have experienced bed bugs. Yep. These findings highlight the critical need for improvement in rooming house living conditions. Following last year's report, the City of Ottawa's bylaw and regulatory services committed to a review of the licensing bylaw, specifically related to rooming houses and private home conversions. A report with recommendations will be presented to the Community and Protective Services Committee and Council. So bureaucratic. I never even heard of that. In early 2018, so that already happened, I guess. Rooming houses play an important but often overlooked role in providing affordable housing in our communities since many people can't afford most options in the housing market due to the high cost. Rooming houses meet the desperate need for low-income housing options for many who would otherwise live on the streets or in overburdened city shelters. Report card calls upon the City of Ottawa, landlords, and the Government of Ontario to take immediate action to improve living conditions. Alright, so I'm going to end this off here. I'm going to open up this report card in a new tab, and then I'm going to narrate some of this in the next episode. Peace out, folks.